0: Amen. Now if you've got your Bibles, go ahead and turn to the book of uh, Leviticus, chapter 11. We're going to be talking about clean and unclean meat, water creatures, flying and creeping things, and what makes people unclean unclean tonight. And uh, so, uh, part of, continue on with our study of Leviticus. And and, uh, before we get started, uh, Brother Todd, would you lead us in a word of prayer, please? Lord, thank you for all your
1: provisions, your careful for us, Lord. Thank you for being a loving God. Lord, we just praise you today and thank you for this time together. And Lord, just open our hearts, ears, and our spirits to receive your word tonight, Lord, and just Lord, just ask that you be blessed through our corporate fellowship, Lord, and our worship and praise of you, Lord. Just Magnify yourself, through us, Lord. That we may be, that we may be righteous and, and stand holy before you, and, and to glorify you, Lord. Thank you for all these things in Jesus' name.
0: Amen. 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 Now we look at these things tonight. Though, we're going to be seeing things, and 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 the big, big question on most people's minds, if you if you truly read this, is why. You know why would God Put all of these uh, these stipulations on what they can eat, what they can't eat, and, and the only short answer I can give you is because he's sovereign, he is God, and uh, there was something about these animals that he he wanted uh, didn't want them to partake of, and uh, some of them he didn't mind, and he wanted them to know which ones were which. So uh, I get somebody to read for me the uh, verses one through eight. Would you do that for me, please?
2: I'll read it for you. Thank you. Now the Lord spoke to Moses and Aaron, saying to them, Speak to the children of Israel, saying, These are the animals which you may eat among all the animals that are on the earth. Among the animals whatever divides the hoof, having cloven hooves and chewing the cud, that you may eat. Nevertheless, these you shall not eat among those that chew the cud, Are those that have cloven hooves. The camel, because it chews the cud but does not have cloven hooves, is unclean to you. The rock (coughs) hyrax, because it chews the cud but does not have cloven hooves, is unclean to you. The hare, because it chews the cud but does not have cloven hooves, is unclean to you. And the swine, though it divides the hoof, having cloven hooves yet does not chew the cud is unclean to you. Their flesh you shall not eat and their carcasses you shall not touch. They are unclean to you. Okay,
0: so we, the Lord, now notice in verse one, the Lord don't just speak to Moses, the rest does he speak to now. And he started doing that after the, uh, uh, after Aaron and his sons were ordained, was the first mention that the Lord had actually spoken to Aaron, and so now uh, it, it's talking about He spoke to Aaron and to Moses, uh, to Moses and to Aaron, and uh, what He said to them. What what was it that He? How did He classify a beast as clean? What it used to be good. Okay. And it's good okay it had to have a split cloven uh, hook and it uh it was uh, uh chew the, the cud is the way y'all pronounce it you know i'm from martin's so it's a could but anyway how many of you ever sat and watched a cow do that or or, or any animal they'll get their mouth full now just chew and chew and chew and chew and, chew and. anyway uh, so this is this is one of the, the things that the lord said you can eat these beef or uh, these uh, these beasts, as long as they they fit what I'm telling you, as long as they have a uh, part of the hoof uh, it's cloven and footed, and they chew the the cud. Now we all know that there's other animals that that fit this description almost, and and here you're going to see that all <coughs> that doing the Lord's will. Uh, hello. Getting close. Doing it part right. Agreeing with him on one thing and disagreeing with him on the other side, other thing. Is that acceptable to God? Nope. Oh. He even demonstrates that to us when he shows us these animals that that he would allow them to eat. He gave them what? (coughs) The, the things they had to live up to, in order for them to be edible, and if they didn't live up to this, all of it, then they weren't supposed to be eaten. That's what divided the clean and the unclean. Amen. You know what? My Bible says the hair. I guess they're talking about a
3: rabbit. Are they no. a
0: The hair is a rabbit. Yeah.
3: I didn't know they chewed a cud. Well, right. according to this, they do. <laughs> 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 yeah, because he chewed the cud, but, but
0: he, he he does not have the hook. But so he, he 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 named several of the animals that they were familiar with that were in the wilderness where they were, that they were uh, inclined to use for food. When people get hungry, they'll eat just about anything. Amen. And so uh, he he was. Uh, He's not referring to them starving to death. He's referring to them uh, during normal times. You, this is where you're spending, and I, now, here I go. He's not talking about when they're starving to death. He's talking about during normal times. Is that true? Well. He said don't do it. He said don't do it. Well, that's true too, but remember what he, when
4: David was hungry? Yeah, but David ain't got, ain't come along yet. <laughs> I understand that, I
0: understand that. But, but, uh, we also learned that uh, he killed uh, Aaron's two sons for doing things wrong, but he didn't kill Aaron and his other sons for doing the other sacrifices wrong. And so uh, you, have to, you have to be careful when you hold somebody's feet to the fire uh, because the Bible says that the law killeth, but the Spirit giveth life. And so, you know, you can hold somebody's feet to the fire with these things, but in certain situations, God knows the hard people. Amen. And, and he has mercy on who he'll have mercy on. Because and if, and if it's for the right reason, he's liable to have mercy on them. If it's for, not for the right reason, he won't have mercy on them. Amen.
4: He didn't kill Aaron's other brothers, sons, because they were remorseful over their, their brothers. That's right. He,
0: because he looked at the reason why they did that, what they'd been through that day, and he, 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 he had mercy on them for that reason. And so, uh, anyway, so uh, I'm talking about holding your feet to fire. But he is giving us these laws, and he didn't give these laws to be broken. Amen. He's not going to tolerate a, a breaking of these laws uh, under under any normal circumstances, for sure. His mercy would uh, could could take precedence sometimes, but it didn't always work that way. And so he he named the camel. The camel, uh, he says, uh, you can't eat him. He's got to divide it. Uh, because he chewed the good, but uh, divided not the hoof. He gives the, the coney. The coney is, uh, what'd what you call him? A rock? Rock?
2: Hyrex? My book
0: says. Okay, well I looked him up. He's a badger, a rock badger is, uh, is what he actually was. And, uh, they, and when you think about a badger, you think about this mean you know, animal. Well, he, that wasn't what he was either and how they got named all this stuff and what I looked at in my Bible dictionary was that he was uh, more like a hamster. <laughs> so anyway, whatever, but uh, he he, uh, he choose a good, he did not, he, he, uh, he, and so they, they, they may meet one of the qualifications but they didn't meet all the qualifications and because they didn't meet all the qualifications, it made them unclean. And y'all we can put this not only in the food source, but in the in the spiritual realm, whether you're either saved or you ain't. Amen. Well, you're a saint or you ain't, is the way you look at it. And he's he's given us uh, uh, a way to be saved, and if we're not saved that way, we're not saved. Amen. We're we're saved according to his will. And so he's showing this, and I think this early on, he's showing this to the children of Israel and he wants them to understand that he can, he, he's gonna make these laws, he's gonna make these regulations, he's gonna make these things clean, he's gonna tell them what's clean, what's unclean, because he's God and he's gonna hold them and he's gonna make examples uh, of people who, who disobey him. And so he talks about the rabbit, he talks about the swine. Now the Old Testament is, is uh, the swine kind of takes precedent for, for, for all this. Uh, that uh, they really, the swine was one of the things they really took to heart as the unclean animal to, according to the Jewish tradition. And so uh, uh, so there's, there's some of these things that they looked at and there's some of these things that they took tradition took it on down the line. And so uh, he said of their flesh shall you not eat and of their carcass shall you not touch they are unclean to you, so he said, "I don't even want you. I don't want you to eat these things, and I certainly don't want you to touch a dead one." Okay, and so we're going to look at some more things here in a minute, and he he gets into why uh, he don't want them to uh, touch these dead things and and the, what they had to go to to be to become clean again. All right, any questions about these animals here? You think
1: they were bacon back
0: then? They didn't eat bacon back then. No, they're lucky.
2: I
5: wonder how. It, what about a deer? Did they not have deer? Yes, they ate Deer. deer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, deer. They call they them deer. something else. What heart. was the name? They um, call them a heart.
3: A heart. Yeah, a heart. A heart. A heart. A heart. That's correct. I went one.
4: I went one time to buy us little pigs. We was gonna raise some. Boys was and there's an old black guy out there. And, when I drove up and told him what I wanted, he got two or three of them little, little guys come out there and catch me a pig, you know, because right. he's out there running around. And it caught him and he brought one up to me and he looked down at it and he goes, he shake his head, and he said, you might not, you want that one? And, and I had seen it too, it didn't have a, a split, you know. And I know that he, he's saying pig, period, but, but that old black gentleman, it stuck in his, his head. I said, I don't think I want that one. He said, I mean neither. Let that go. Get another. one. <laughs> <laughs> you know? but it, uh, some pigs are split and some I ain't. Mean, it happens. You know. Right. But uh, he 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 knew it tickled because he knew what yeah. I was looking at when he brought it up there.
0: Yeah, he, he was looking at that unclean foot. Huh? Yeah.
4: yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. Now let's talk about these are the unclean
5: meats or the unclean beasts that he talked well, about. Something every day. Of
0: <laughs> and now we're gonna be talking about the water creatures, the water creatures. So uh, somebody read for me verses nine through twelve. I
4: got it. Huh? <laughs> I jumped on it. These shall ye eat of all that are in the waters, whatsoever hath fins and scales in the waters, in the seas and in the rivers, them shall ye eat. And all that have not fins and scales in the seas and in the rivers, of all that move in the waters, and of any living thing which is in the waters, they shall be an abomination unto you. They shall be even an abomination unto you. You shall not eat of their flesh, but ye shall have their carcasses in abominations. Whatsoever hath no fins nor scales in the waters, that shall be an abomination unto you.
0: Okay, so we go from <laughs> unclean now to an abomination. Now, what is an abomination? Does anybody know what that is? Sometimes we read words and we think we think we understand it, but we really couldn't tell you the meaning of it. Can anybody tell me what the word abomination means? Disgust. Kind
3: of like against the law or something like that.
0: <clears throat> Anyone else? Forbidden. Forbidden. Okay. It's uh I, I looked it up, wrote I wrote it in my Bible, so the next one reads this Bible right here we'll have to look this up. It means anything that is detestable or loathsome. Yeah. Those are pretty strong words, aren't they? I, I think I read
1: one meaning it said uh, oh, repulse, repulsive, oh repul repulsive. Disgust or yeah. Something like that. We yeah, say repulsive repugnant or repulsive disgust. Yeah. And, and it and was in the context that's how God looked at it and felt about
0: it. Yeah, that, and that's what it means. The word abomination is one that's, uh, that's directed to God, how He feels about mm-hmm. these things. And it's not—it's not only detestable or loathsome; it's greatly disliked or abhorred. In other words, it's something God greatly dislikes, or He abhors this. And it, and it just don't apply. It can also apply to action okay you know one of the main
1: ones there
3: is
0: that it says about you know yeah it can it can apply to an action or a condition amen other words like the leprosy that uh, that was abominable to, to, to god in the old testament uh, it can be an action or it can be a condition. It don't have to necessarily be a thing. So we can actually be guilty of an abomination without partaking of an animal or something that he wants to eat. Uh, matter of fact, uh, it can be a lot of different things.
2: I'm glad catfish
5: have fins. How my next question? Did that we noise? just put catfish on the do not eat list. No.
0: Now, we don't have to put any of these on the well, table. Thank then, God then. for Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's it's and, and, not what goes into a man that defiles him, but it goes in and comes out in the drought. But it's every word that proceeds out of his mouth that defiles the man. And, so.
1: and it says also, if you give thanks, pray, and supplication and thanksgiving over your food, it is, it's, you know yeah it's made right you know it's and, and why did paul teach that time because there was divisions about the eatings of different meats and foods and you know there was you know there was a i'm just paraphrasing it he gave instruction like how if you brought somebody up to your house and you thought something would offend them you do not put that on the table mm-hmm. you know or, or whatever and there was all these little divisions about that mm-hmm. which there are groups that try to fulfill the law today, and they think they're, and they think they're actually spiritual Jews or whatever, <laughs> and they still try to carry on like that. And the yes. Bible says not to. Yeah,
0: and Paul also had a controversy that came up where they went into the markets and meats that had been sacrificed to idols were sure. available to buy, yeah. and he said, don't that's worry a, about that. Deep buy deep. and eat it if you want to. And, uh, and that's another reason he came up when you pray for it and ask it in his it's name.
4: Sanctified. I think Jesus said, if if I tell you it's okay, eat it. Yeah, that's what it, that's what the Lord told Peter when that, right. that, 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 that yes. sheep came down. He said, I'm a Jew, I ain't doing that. And he said, hey, who you talking to? Yeah, who you <laughs> talking to? Whatever I
0: tell you is, uh, is, is holy and clean, it's that way. Amen. And so there, here, you know, somebody, uh, a lot of times we, we get the idea that the Lord can't change his mind; He does it
4: all the time. Mm-hmm. Thank goodness. Well, well, let me ask you on this. <laughs> no, we don't have no way of knowing. But do you think he don't want us, do you reckon God's reason for setting these laws in place was not that he don't like us to eat a camel necessarily is that he knew it wasn't going to be good for his people as a as a new nation. I, I'm, I'm thinking what God's motive might have been. I mean, we got these slaves that don't have any laws, rules, no kind of governing body, and he's fixing to set them forth as, as, and they're going to be a great nation. Do you think his motives may have been not that it unpleases God as much as this is how I want my nation to to grow and get into a nation. I mean, we're going to go on into some I think it's hygiene a, kind
0: of things. I think it is a, uh, uh, more than one reason. Uh, one, one of the things that I see most that he wants us to know that he wants to be involved in every part of our lives, even what we eat. Okay? So the Lord wants to be a part of, of us no matter what. And where, where we're at in life or what we're doing in life. So he, he takes these, these uh, fish and he, he tells them what kind of fish that they can eat and, and uh, what is the stipulation for cleanness? They have to have what, two things. Scales and That don't <laughs> mean that
3: that fish has got to have both, does it, fins and scales? Yes. yes. Well, the catfish ain't got no scales. That's right. right. But <laughs> it's got fins. You
0: will stick it through your finger? Yeah, you got but a head over. Head over. Then you have stuff yeah. like has, just, just like the a animal. A while ago had to be, had to I chew have the have good and have the cloven foot. If he didn't have both, he was unclean. That's why he went into the deal with the camel and the and the, and the hair and all that other stuff. And so if they had to be just exactly to be clean. They had to, to fulfill all of it. And if they didn't,
4: they were unclean.
3: But you've got to go a little deeper than
4: that for me now. Do so they
3: have scales on The scales, I mean, the scales just, and we all eat catfish. Well, we do
0: because we don't have the dietary laws of the Israelites anymore. We're not under these, these laws anymore. And so, but, uh, so it's, it's, don't get this wrong, it's not wrong to eat a, a catfish now or a slithering snake or an eel, yeah. you know, anything like that that's slick, if you catch it and you wanna eat it, you can, and, and there's nothing against that. These are the dietary laws of the Israelites in the wilderness, and, and they had to live by these laws, these dietary laws, until Christ fulfilled the law. And after that, they didn't change theirs, they still don't change their, their, their stuff. They still have a dietary law, But we as Gentiles, through the teachings of Paul and and of Peter, don't have these laws anymore that apply to us. And actually the the words of Christ, too. uh, That he said, it's not what goes into your mouth that defiles, it's what proceeds out of your mouth that defiles you. And he pretty much uh, gave the green light to put in anything you wanted to, pretty much.
2: I have some northern friends that they won't eat catfish. They say they are unclean because they're bottom feeders. That's right. They, they, and they're bottom
0: right. That's right. And uh, so,
5: they won't eat crawfish for the same reason. but They miss you, Don't they say in They don't eat live
1: fish, don't they? There's a new place
0: open. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but yeah. now here, he yeah. says, instead of being unclean, he says, it's going to be an abomination to me. It's going to be detestable to me. It's going to be <laughs> loathsome to me. If, if you, uh, or unto you if you do these things. And so he says, so whatsoever hath no fins nor scales in the waters, that shall be an abomination unto you. That's what he says in verse 12. But y'all don't leave here tonight saying, well, I can't eat catfish anymore because this this <laughs> don't apply to us today. We're going over this for, for reasons though. All right, any more questions about the fishes? All right, let's look at the fact. The, the birds and uh, You know what everything that, uh, Here that uh, we call a fowl He included a lot more than what we Normally would think, call a fowl I think somebody read for me verses 13 through 20 please I'll read it <coughs> And
3: these are they which ye shall have An abomination among the fowls They shall not be eaten They are an abomination The eagle and the osprey And the osprey And the vulture and the kite after his kind, every raven after his kind, and the owl and the night hawk, the night hawk, and the cuckoo, and the hawk after his kind, and the little owl and the corkoma and the great owl, and the swan, and the pelican, and the gear eagle, and the stork, and the heron after their kind, and the lapwing, and the bat, All fowls that creep going upon all
0: fours shall be an abomination unto you. Now, I don't know about y'all, but most of these right here, they wouldn't have to worry about me eating them anyway. Amen. 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 (laughs) Yeah, a lot of them we had never heard of. And I I went to a little trouble to to get a list of uh, some of these uh, animals and maybe what they were. Uh, But uh, there is abomination amongst the birds and and, uh, other things. And the eagle was the first one that he listed here. Which is our uh, national bird. But what you're going to find out about most of these that you really don't know what they are, uh, like the uh, osprey. Uh, it is a, here, here's another word for him. He's a lammer uh, gear uh, or a gear eagle. Now it mentions the gear eagle in verse 18, uh, but it also says that he is a a relative to a vulture. Okay. And so we know that the the Lord didn't want them to eat the vulture, and so uh, he's naming off these different birds that they had, uh, they distinctly had named different names, but to God, they fit into categories, okay? And and you know, this struck me, I don't know why sometimes I read this stuff and I think about it, but before I get into that, it says that the uh, osprey, which is a, a gear eagle, uh, which is a variation of a vulture, and then the osprey. The osprey is what is known as a fish hawk, Right. The big bird. And it's uh, got a six foot, up to a six foot wingspan, and they called it the fishing eagle. So he's re- he is a, a rela- he's related to the eagle. The osprey was related to the vulture. And then in the very next part, I look at this, he says, and the vulture and the kite, and the kite is a variety of a, of a hawk uh, also.
4: Yeah.
0: Hawks are related to vultures and eagles, okay? Hawks are related to vultures and eagles, uh, but he says, and the vulture and the kite after his kind. Now, did you see that? And the reason that, when I got to looking at that, and I got to think, God had categorized these, these birds although men had named them different names he put them in a category with the eagle and the vulture amen well I got to thinking about creation how many of y'all ever think about creation if you'll notice in the creation of the animals the, the Lord created this animal after his kind and so here you see the different variations so in creation where so many people say, well, he just made a a, a giraffe. He will not make anything kind of, I shouldn't have used a giraffe. I don't know nothing kind it of a to a all. Like a
4: deer, there's a whole bunch of different kinds of deer. Different yeah, species,
0: and so <laughs> he, he, he didn't make just one or two. He didn't make just one kind. He made their kind when he created them. Amen. So think about that. And uh, I also noticed something that he said, the water, they came forth from the water. And so he, he was talking, and that's when he made the, the whales, he made all those things on the same day. But anyway, it, it mentions the, the kind, and then it says the raven after his kind, and the owl, and the nighthawk, and the and the, cook owl, the cu- cook owl, <coughs> that. well, he, that's the cuckoo bird, by the way. How many of y'all know cuckoos? Anyway, he's a, he's a cuckoo bird. And a uh, cormorant is a, uh, a fisher's owl, and, uh, and uh, when I looked it up, they said he was a pelican. That's what he is. He's a pelican, a bird like a pelican. I know A.D. knows what them pelicans look like. He, he was raised up with them down there. And then the stork, now why would he put the stork in there? He delivers babies, come on, y'all. Don't give us a program, stork delivers babies. <laughs> he not let nobody eat the stork. But anyway, the (laughs) story is also, all of these are variations of different kinds of birds, a lapwing, it's called a a hoopoe, H-O-O-P-O-E. It's a a bird that eats insects, but it eats insects not from the air or out of wood, but out of foul locations, like out of manure, dung,
5: Dead carcasses?
0: Dead carcasses. Were the, they had long beaks and they'd reach in there and just tear everything up and get the bugs out of whatever they were digging in. So they were considered uh, also unclean. <clears throat> and so, huh?
2: Moving right along. Moving
0: right along. Yes. <laughs> what is
2: a jackdaw? A who? My book has a jackdaw.
5: Which verse? That's a King James
2: version. J-A-C-K-D-A-W. Uh, yeah, which verse? <laughs>
0: 18. Verse 18?
2: Uh We have a swan, a pelican,
0: and a gear eagle.
5: That's not what the New King James version says. Yeah, mine's a New King James
2: version. It
5: calls them something else. The
2: gear
0: eagle?
5: Yes. Okay. Not even in here. uh, What other
0: one? Well,
2: it says the white owl, the jackdaw, and the carrion vulture. (laughs) <laughs>
0: Gary, you have to do what you want to but I think I'm going to keep the buzzards on the <laughs> <laughs> anyway so he gives them a list of birds that probably wouldn't be eaten anyway uh, but he, he, he wanted them to know that all fowls that creep upon and I like this, all fowls that creep uh, going upon all four shall be an abomination do you know how many of y'all know any birds with four legs
1: man, like, he me, well, you mentioned the bat in there, and they can creep on all fours because they got, they got little they claws, got claws on their yeah, weave, wings and their feet. Yeah, I guess that's that that what say, he what But he, was he still said
0: something about a bat. He said, All fowls that creep going upon all four. Yeah, but what was he telling about? Had a, a bat. A bat's bat got those little claws but, up on those But he's a mammoth he bird, but he flies. But anyway it's a this uh, this all four is a, is a figure of speech like a baby crawls you say babies on all fours although they just got two legs but it's just a figure of speech meaning crawling okay so they could have put crawling and it wouldn't have changed anything but they, they use the expression that a lot of people use on all fours means they were down okay any questions about well, any of this you theory? know
1: i don't know why That didn't and that group didn't mention a crow because, you know, he'll he'll eat a busted uh, armadillo and he'll eat McDonald's free fries too. I think the
0: raven would probably (laughs) include the raven would probably include include the crow. Uh, he don't mention the crow, but I think. Every raven after his kind. But then
1: then the raven also, you know, delivered that meat to uh, Elijah too, by the brook. Yeah. You figure he would fit in there, you know. Yeah, well the raven does fit in there. He, every that? raven after his kind, which would include okay. the crow. Yeah. Uh,
0: so, that, that's, uh, so he didn't name every bird he, when he included after his kind, it meant everything related to this animal, yeah. okay? Every species in that family. Yeah, everything in that family of animals. All right, let's talk about the flying, creeping things. Now, how many of have y'all uh, ever, on purpose, ate a bug? Now, I know Todd probably had a few running down the highway, but uh, have you ever ate one on purpose? Yes. Yeah, that was
5: part of your training when I was in the uh, Marines. That's, that's part of mine, too. We
4: had to eat cockroach and a lizard. To serve on the submarine? Oh, well that was part of the initiation. <laughs> you well, you didn't have to, but at the time it didn't
5: bother. You. <laughs> <laughs> but it was part of the marine training. It, was, marine Corps it training. was part of the part of their survival courses. You can't just drop troops out everywhere and have them have abundance of food. <laughs> no. they, they'll eat tree bark. They'll tell you what part of the tree to eat. You can eat tree bark. Some of it ain't half bad. But I'm telling you, they made us do this because if you can't do it now under excellent circumstances, you certainly ain't gonna do it running from the enemy Yeah. or hiding from the enemy. So there was all kinds of things, like bugs and we even took, uh, uh, what's the deadener, the shot they give you to kill something? Morphine. We even took uh, uh, morphine shots just to show we could do it. Mm-hmm. It was not morphine, it was as a morphine tube. And we had to go through the process, take them in the legs, squirt that saline solution, I hope it was.
0: Yeah, and I'm glad I, I was in the Army, they feed just better
5: than <laughs> 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 All
0: right, let's, let's read about the flying, creeping things, verses 21 through 23. Somebody read that for me, please. <clears throat> I
4: will. All flying insects that creep on all fours, that is the first of yeah. All flying insects that creep on all fours, Fours shall be an abomination to you. Yet these you may eat: every flying insect that creeps on all fours, whose which have joint, whose which have jointed legs above their feet, with which to leap on the earth. These you may eat: the locust after its kind, the destroying locust after its kind, the cricket after its kind, and the grasshopper after its kind but all other flying insects which have four feet shall be an abomination to you. <laughs> okay.
0: right. I like the expression they use that they got legs above their feet. That kind of, kind exactly. of helps with that, what you're talking about about that bat a while ago. He didn't have legs above his top feet, did he? Yeah. wings, but uh, anyway, it's uh, talking about that uh, you can eat these things who do we know in the new testament that actually had this type of diet john the baptist john the baptist, john the baptist came forward and he had been eating honey and wild wild honey and locusts and so uh but it says the locust after his kind now what what this uh, says the locust fits into a kind does anybody know what kind or, or big picture that the locust uh, is is in the grasshopper. Grasshoppers, grasshoppers, grasshoppers. That's what, they right. all fit into this this category of grasshopper uh, uh, after his after their kind, and it says and it says the bald locust. That's what that's what I what, what might have been uh, after his kind, and the beetle after his kind, and the grasshopper after his kind. So he's got all these kinds in here, which includes a, a huge variety of of bugs that they were able to eat. Okay and so uh you know it's kind of repulsive to me to think about eating a bug but uh just picking one up and looking at that thing is, uh, i'm gonna eat you i don't know where i could do that and i guess because i was hungry enough <coughs> <coughs> but anyway uh, but uh, all the other flying creepy things uh, which have four feet shall be an abomination unto you now we know here we have the the mention of the four feet again which is uh it's a figure of speech also because most insects have uh, more than four legs, okay? All right, and you know a lot of people see that kind of little stuff like that in the Bible They say, see, it ain't true, see that, that's wrong. And the Bible's wrong, I just proved the Bible's wrong, so we have to be careful about this kind of stuff. All right, <coughs> any questions about the creeping things?
5: Let me add one more thing about eating those bugs. Huh? <laughs> the the dog pattern is that it's, uh, hungry. it's one of the best sources of proteins you can get. Even maggots. Yep. They're pure protein. And that's one of the sources that they had you seek and search for because they were that high, very high in protein. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can survive on protein. Yep. termites
1: You know what, too? Uh, if you're out in the wilderness or something, you did not have no kind of survival skills or something. You can watch animals and watch what they eat and what they don't eat. <coughs> like, for instance, on them crickets. You all know this if you fish. Brim won't touch a black cricket, but it'll tear the fire of them gray crickets. You know, I don't know whether they got some kind of odor to them or whatever.
5: They got a wing on them.
1: You know how we get all them crickets around here that get smashed all over the parking lots? You can't fish with them. Fish won't even touch them. But you get them gray, gray ones, I guess, because they
2: cost you. You got to buy them.
1: You know, don't tear them up.
2: My uncle, Buddy, was in the Air Force and he brought my, brought his sister Bernice some chocolate covered crickets and grasshoppers. And when we, I lived in Houston, I was 13 years old and, and I ate some of the chocolate covered ones. And they just, they were just crunchy. But I guess the chocolate was, you know, they weren't like I had to try it. You had to try it, huh? I had to try it. Okay. I lived.
0: Okay. Now let's talk about people becoming unclean. How many of you know some people you would consider unclean? (laughs) Anyway, well, it's a good thing the Lord don't look at people like we do because his idea of uncleanness (laughs) and ours may be two different things. Somebody read for me verses 24 through 28, please.
5: I'll read it. 24? 24 through 28. By these you shall become unclean. Whoever touches the carcass of any of them shall be unclean until evening. Whoever carries part of the carcass of any of them shall wash his clothes and be unclean until evening. The carcass of any animal which divides the foot but is not cloven-hoofed or does not chew the cud, is unclean to you. Everyone who touches it shall be unclean. And whatever goes on its paws among all kinds of animals that go on all fours, those are unclean to you. Whoever touches any such carcass shall be unclean until evening. Whoever carries any such carcass shall wash his clothes and be unclean until evening. It is unclean to you. Okay, so we go from what you
0: eat being unclean to what you touch being unclean. And so it tells you here to, to not touch the carcasses of any of these animals. And if you do, how long are you unclean? Until the e- uh, evening. And what do you have to do before the evening's up? Wash You have to wash your clothes because when you touch this, even if you didn't put it on your clothes, you're considered unclean and your clothes are even considered unclean. And it's sort of like sin in our lives. You you don't rub sins on you, but you're unclean when you uh, bear your sins.
3: Brother, yeah, I'm trying to figure out what you could eat back then. I guess you need to be where there's a lot of trees and grass. Well, he just forbid them to eat anything that had
0: paws.
4: Okay, does anybody in here eat anything with paws? Yeah, squirrels, you know we used to eat squirrels. people
5: eat bears. Yeah, people eat bear meat. Uh, we go to another country and, and this can get out of hand in a hurry. <laughs> uh, you won't believe what they eat in China. I've seen them, you don't believe what they eat and what they have in cages for you to buy. Oh yeah, yeah. It's terrible.
0: So anyway, these carcasses of these animals that uh, that, uh, that uh, they everything that he listed is unclean to touch. The, even the carcass of one of these animals, they had to eat it. Uh, they were also to be unclean. So if you if you and if you tote one of them, then your your clothes, all of it is unclean and, and will be unclean in the, the evening because they are unclean unto you. Any questions about this?
2: Well it sit? In my book it says uh, four-footed animals that walked on paws such as dogs and cats mm-hmm. were considered unclean. Did they not have dogs and cats it, like we would have dogs and cats?
4: Yeah, mm-hmm. they did. It's, yeah. The car- it's a carcass now. It's not the live animal. Okay. okay. It's not like your dog. It's if your dog dies, right? Uh, the carcass. Touches the carcass, them shall be unclean until yep. he's Something's dead But it 24. says "And whatsoever
0: goeth upon his paws among all manner of beasts that go on all four those are unclean to you whosoever toucheth touches their carcass shall be unclean no, as as yeah.
3: Yeah. Dead. yeah. I know this goes back a little bit but what about chickens? you eat chickens?
0: Uh, yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> they ate eggs and stuff that's like so, that yeah they, they would have been able to eat eggs i don't know what kind what category of a fowl they would have fit into but yeah they could eat eggs
4: he kinda, he's kind of picking on his things like mostly other meat eaters yeah you know eagles and stuff that eats other that eats meat yeah and birds eat, that eat meat
2: and yeah
0: scavengers <laughs> so. like a vulture was a scavenger but a, a eagle and a hawk on it for themselves they would they would kill live prey me yeah. eat it so, anyway he's gone he, this is his idea of what, what he wanted them to do and uh, so they, they would know alright let's look at some more creeping things more creeping things somebody read for me well this is going to be a long one now. I need somebody to just step up and read this even if you've already read because some people won't read uh, verses 29 through Forty three,
2: please. I'll be thank
0: you. <laughs> Get it.
2: These also shall be unclean to you among the creeping things that creep on the earth, the mole, the mouse, and the large lizard after its kind. The gecko, the monitor lizard, the sand reptile, the sand lizard, and the chameleon. These are unclean to you among all that creep. Whoever touches them when they are dead shall be unclean until evening. Anything on which any of them falls when they are dead shall be unclean. Whether it is any item of wood or clothing or skin or sack, whatever item it is in which any work is done, is that it? It must be put in water. And it shall be unclean until evening, then it shall be clean. Any earthen vessel into which any of them falls, you shall break. And whatever is in it shall be unclean. And such a vessel, any edible food upon which water falls, becomes unclean. And any drink that may be dropped from it becomes unclean. And everything on which a part of any such carcass falls shall be unclean whether it is an, in an oven or cooking stove, it shall be broken down for they are unclean and shall be unclean to you. Nevertheless, a spring or a cistern in which there is plenty of water shall be cleaned and whatever touches any such carcass becomes unclean. And if, and if a part of any such carcass falls on any planting seed which is to be sown it remains clean, but if water is put on the seed and if a part of any such carcass falls on it, it becomes unclean to you. And if any animal which you may eat does, he who touches its carcass shall be unclean until evening. He, he who eats of its carcass shall wash his clothes and be unclean until evening. He also who carries its carcass shall wash his clothes and be unclean until evening. And every creeping thing that creeps on the earth shall be an abomination. It shall not be eaten. Whatever crawls on its belly, whatever goes on all fours, or whatever has many feet among all creeping things that creep (coughs) on the earth, these you shall not eat, for they are an abomination you shall not make yourselves abominable with any creeping thing that creeps nor shall you make yourselves unclean with them lest you be defiled by them <coughs> for I am the Lord of now, let's your stop right God there. stop right there
0: stop mm-hmm. so we, we find here now the uh, new definition of creeping things when you think about creeping things you think about bugs right well here he introduces things that creep and he's talking about creep along on the ground Okay, and, uh, and he gives uh, examples here. Uh, uh, although a mouse, you would not look at a mouse as creeping, but, but they crouch down and they do. They, they, they walk really close and run close to the ground. And it also mentions a tortoise or, the, or a turtle. They, they crawl, they got four legs and they still crawl on the ground. You think about most lizards, how they walk. Very few walk up off of the ground. They usually drag themselves on the ground while they walk, you know the snake slithers on the ground, and, and so all these things is what he is, is referring to as a creeping things now. And he, he, uh, he's not allowed anyone to eat any of these type of creeping things. Not only can you not eat them, but if something, one of these uh, things die and falls on any of the vessels that you use for, for cooking or, or whatever time it may be, then you had to go through a purification process in order to reuse that vessel, which required you to do like your clothes to wash the vessel in water, and it had to set for so long before it was able to be used again. Now, here we find uh, also they used a lot of earthen vessels then, and so any dead carcass that wound up on or in an earthen vessel, how many of you ever found a, a mouse in a bucket? In, in your shop or around your house somewhere. They'll get the bucket they can't get out and they'll die in there. That's what he's talking about. And he and uh, he says uh, when you do this, uh, you you clean it, wash it with water, and let it sit for a day, and then you can uh, use it again. But uh, urban vessel, what was uh, what they have to do to the urban vessel? Do right. you remember why? <laughs> Because it absorbs the... <coughs> it was porous. It was, it was anything off that dead animal mm-hmm. that was excreted would, would uh, come into the porousness of that vessel and make it contaminated. So that he wouldn't let them reuse that. They had to break uh, those things. But he made an exception for something that a dead carcass would touch. What was it? He thought it was water. water. So it's sister. A cistern, uh, a, or a fountain, or a big uh, a pit that was uh, had plenty of water. Uh, said that uh, there would be. Uh, you could, and, and y'all, had, how many of y'all ever drew water out of a well? Now our well uh, that we had now as a kid didn't have tile down in it. You know, did y'all have wells like that. When y'all were younger, we didn't have a tile tiles in our well. So that meant we had a we had a shed built around it where you could draw the water with a with an opening in it, but when it came a big rain, we had to be really careful because it would wash down in that well. And and also, uh, a gopher, a gopher would be tunneling along here and all of a sudden he, wouldn't, he was in the air and he'd wind up in that well. And you'd draw water out of that well and you could taste something that wasn't right. And so you'd look down, we'd get big old trance of spiders and and we'd have to take a, we had a seine bucket that had holes in it like a minnow bucket and we'd drop it down in that well and we'd, try, we'd fish them out. And I've seen them big old tarantula spiders come out and they'd be pink and black but no higher on them, they'd been dead. And we'd dig out frogs, we'd dig out gophers, we'd dig out all kinds of stuff out of that well and, uh, and it may be a uh, Daddy was always putting bleach or something down in that well, try to clean things up. But most of the time, the well just it just cleared up, and so that's what he was talking about here. That when uh, when uh, because water was so important to them in that region of that time, they could find different things to eat most of the time, but water was something that they had to have. So he gave them uh, the authority to go ahead and use this water, even if they had one of these uh, unclean dead carcasses was found in it so he, he gave them that that much and so uh, uh, he said he also said about the seed and you know how important the seed was because they they kept their seed from one generation to the next of course they were nomadic they probably would not plant any crops but they still they had seed and uh, the seed was also very important so he would allow them to use the seed if a carcass, but if if they were not, it mentions here that if, if any water be put on the seed and any part of the, their carcass fall upon it, it shall be unclean unto you. Why would that be? Because What's, the water would make the seeds spring. Well, that's right. They, they were sprouting seed, is what they were doing. You know, have y'all ever sprouted seed in water? and they were in the process of sprouting seed and if a carcass <coughs> fell into this where, where they were sprouting, it would be declared unclean. Okay, <coughs> so there was some things he would allow them to get the and some things he was really strict on them. And so, uh, <coughs> and he said, uh and he even mentioned in, in if any beast of which you may eat die, you can't even touch the carcass of, of uh, and this, this is, uh, got a little confusion to me here, because he said that uh, he that touches to the carcass thereof shall be unclean unto the evening, and he that eateth of the carcass of it shall wash his clothes and be unclean unto the evening. Well, prior to this, they were, con- they were told not to eat anything that had died of itself. Do you remember that? We talked about this uh, earlier. I don't remember what chapter it was in, but here he said if you do that, then you're, you're unclean for a period of time. And, and uh, he tells them what that they must do. So if it dies
2: on its own, you don't eat
0: it. You weren't supposed to. So you,
2: you,
0: Anything you, that died of itself, they weren't supposed to eat it. What, what happens?
4: What what, I, what kind of trouble I'm in for, for being unclean till evening? And what's what's the punishment? I mean, can I not go to prayer meeting or? Uh, I can't eat at the table or what? You I'm are, unclean. I'm un, I've, done, I've done messed up and touched one of these and I'm unclean till, uh, till evening. Is there something in that uh, time that I'm not allowed to do?
0: You couldn't touch anybody and nobody could touch you during that time frame. So anybody else that if touched If you were unclean and I touched you, I became unclean. And
2: you couldn't go to the temple.
0: And you couldn't go any, to any of the events, anything that was going on. If it was a day of celebration or something, you were void of that till the so next. That day. until I late. guess you could. I don't I guess you could draw water. No, you weren't. You weren't allowed to touch anything. Mm-hmm. You were unclean. So they didn't. Anything anybody else was fixing to do, you weren't allowed to participate.
2: Until evening.
0: Until evening. Until evening.
2: Okay.
4: I believe their. I believe their days started. It didn't go at midnight, and when the sun went down, it's st- that's the next day.
0: That's the next day. Yeah, seven day Adventists are not allowed to work from uh, dark, or, or an hour before sundown on Friday. But I've the- never heard this. What did you say that again? A seven day Adventist, and the re- only reason I know this, I worked the one at the mill when I was a contractor. We had a mechanic that came from Longview work on our dozers, he was seven day advanced. They he worship on Saturdays. Talk about it, they worship on Saturdays. I don't believe, they, they still worship on the Sabbath day. It's important to him and one day we were, it was Friday, we were almost through and he just all of a sudden stopped, he picked up his tools and went and throw them in the back of the truck, I said, ma'am what's wrong with you? He said, I'm seven day advanced and he said, An hour before sundown, I gotta be out of here. He said, I'm not allowed to work.
4: Yeah, for the next 24 hours. Mm -hmm.
0: And I've never heard of He picked up his stuff. He didn't even do his paperwork. He picked up his stuff and left. And and I thought, wow. And I asked him, I said, what are they going to do to you? I had that question, Troy, what are they going to do to you (laughs) if you do that? He said, ain't about what they're going to do. He said, what God knows. I said, okay. And so he left. And so that's he's right. That's part of that is uh, the time that their day began. That's why Jesus Christ was in the tomb three days and three nights, because of the way they did their time back then, that uh, we hear so much about today. All right, so uh, he said, uh, and whatsoever goeth up upon the belly, anything that crawls that leaves snakes out, so uh, no no rattlesnake for them, uh, upon the earth them shall you not eat, for they are an abomination. Now, uh, Let's uh, look at verses 44 through 47 really quickly, and I want to show y'all why we study this and why uh, the Lord gives them all the <coughs> reasons that He gave them all of these. <coughs> Somebody read that for me very quickly, please. 44? Yeah, 44 through 47. Calvary.
5: For I am the Lord your God. You shall therefore consecrate yourselves, and you shall be holy, for I am holy. Neither shall you defile yourselves with any creeping thing that creeps on the earth. For I am the Lord who brings you up out of the land of Egypt to be your God. You shall therefore be holy, for I am holy. This is the law of the animals and the birds and every living creature that moves in the waters and of every creature that creeps on the earth, to distinguish between the unclean and the clean, and between the animal that may be eaten and the animal that may not be eaten. So here's the explanation the Lord gives to them at
0: the end of the chapter of why I'm doing this. Why did he say? Because I'm God. Mm -hmm. He said, well, I am the Lord your God. You shall therefore sanctify yourselves. Listen to me, y'all. We don't get to tell God what to do. Nor do we get to tell God what we're going to do. We do what God tells us to do, and if we don't, it is sin unto us, and we become unclean to Him. Do you get that? Mm -hmm. And, And this is a lesson that we need to learn, and a lot of people think since Christ came, that part has changed. That part will never change. He is still the Lord our God, He still tells us what is clean and what is unclean. He still is is the one who who is holy and he still requires us to be holy. Amen? And so he says, and so I gave you this law. I'm the one that brought you out of Egypt. I'm the one that put you where you're at. I'm your God. These are my rules. Go by them. And that's fine and that's blunt, that's plain, that's final. and when I read that I thought yes that's a thing we need to hear today we need to know (coughs) that that to serve him to be saved by him you do it his way or you don't get it done if you go to heaven you're going to go his way or you're not going to heaven Mm -hmm. amen Amen. if you try to go to heaven another way you're going to be in hell because that's that's the route you'll go you're going to do it his way why? because he's God you're going to do it this way, why? Because he provided salvation for you. You're going to do it his way, why? Because he gave his son to die for you and you don't get to tell him how to be saved. He tells you how to be saved. That's what we need to get from this right here. If he tells you to stand on your head and do three chin-ups with your toes, then that's what you got to do to be saved. Amen? Amen? Thank God he don't tell us that. Yeah. Yeah. But let me tell you what, if he did, he'd make a way for you to do it. There you go. Amen. He made a way for us to be saved when we were unclean and unholy. It's Jesus. Yes,
5: sir. Some time ago, talking on social media with somebody from uh, South Louisiana, he said, I think he said, you know, A.D., if Adam and Eve had been from South Louisiana and been Cajun, They'd have killed and ate that snake. We wouldn't have had no
2: problem.
5: <laughs> <laughs> Amen. Y'all put your stand please. I want to tell
3: y'all a story too. You talk about dipping the stuff out of the well. Well, some, some people would go down in the well. My dad went down in the well and, and you know, it wasn't very big around where you can't bend over. You just have to feel for stuff, you know. Well, Dad was in there quite a while, and he come up. I was a little kid; I remember this though. He come up, and he was, it was getting dark, and he was ready to get out of that well. Well, when he got to the top, his false teeth fell back in the well.
0: Amen. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Thank y'all for being here tonight. Y'all are supposed to get a little cool tonight, so y'all turn the turn the heat up a little bit before you go to bed. And uh, it's gonna be a little nippy the next couple of nights, and and but uh, spring's coming. I love y'all. Thank you for being here tonight, Brother James Hill. Would you dismiss us, please? Father God, we thank you for the opportunity to be back <coughs> in your house, our Lord. For the <clears throat> thank you for the lesson we had there tonight, dear Lord,
3: and the one it brought it dear Lord. Just be with us and and uh, watch over us the rest of the week. Bring us back Sunday, there, Lord. We might hear your word again, our Lord. Thank you for everything, I love you. Amen. 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 Amen.